0: Yo, what's going on, everybody? You are now listening to Kensei's Podcast. Alright, Um. so yeah, this is the first episode. And so I've always wanted to start a podcast, and you probably are listening to this because you follow me, or you know about the music, or something's going on where you know who Kensei is. But I've always felt that... I've got a lot going on and I've got a lot to say and it doesn't always necessarily fit the music. So I've just not spoken much about it because that's pretty much been my focus for the past, you know, 10 years, as you guys may know. But now I feel like I, I don't know, uh, I want to transition into something where I can speak more and not to say I'm not doing music. Burning Bridges is coming soon, but I'm trying to transition into maybe a version of myself that I can present to you all in many different ways, and for a long time, it's just been that one way, and now I feel like I'm going to try and do some other avenues and explore those avenues, Ari, and just try to make the most of my creative abilities, and listening to feedback from you guys, if you want it, I give it. So here we are and yeah, I have some ideas on what I want to talk about, but mostly it's just going to be me speaking to you in about maybe 30 minutes or so about what's going on, things I'm I'm, I'm interested in, wrestling, some collecting, um, a mix of things, some Los Angeles type news. No, I don't really think you all are here for that and I'm not really here for that either. The news part and um, this is not going to be a um, a place where I discuss politics or anything like that we don't really venture off that way but I'm here to have fun I'm not here to get too crazy with it but we can get crazy so something that's gone on recently I just got engaged crazy right yeah I know thank you all for all the wonderful things you've said Um, and I appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's uh, crazy. Life is a very crazy thing. And if you don't, how do I say? I did a very bad job of understanding in my youth the the moments that were passing me by or so, I might say, where you don't take full appreciation of what's going on in the moment. And that's... Not necessarily anything specific, but I just feel that where I am in life I can I can see things full picture and that's maybe due to all these past experiences. but yeah, anyway, uh, wrestling's f- uh, crazy right now. I um, want to talk about one of the hottest promotions going on. No, this is not an ad, but I gotta talk about GCW over at the Ukrainian Culture Center. I was there, uh, what was it, last week? A few days ago, really? Man, crazy show. It was uh, just what you expected from a GCW show. A lot of action, a lot of high-flying, a lot of hardcore, but not really too much, which I was surprised at. There wasn't really as much of the deathmatch stuff as I was expecting, and maybe that's just because on social media you see it and you think, oh, man, that's what they do. But, you know... It was great. It was, it was actually a good variety of different styles. You had some some lucha, some high-flying, some, some mat wrestling, some comedy entertainment. You had your hardcore. You had your main event, Hard Hitter. You had your tags. Very cool. Shout out, uh, what's his name? Starboy. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, really cool show. They're coming back to L.A. next month. They're going to Queens. Shout out Queens, of course. This week, I think on the 23rd check that out for sure but yeah they're doing a lot of big things they had the whole cardona gauge stuff pizza cutter dominoes had uh what's it called placed an ad with them i don't know if they knew the whole story but had a Domino's ad right after and the gauge pulls out the pizza cutter that's uh, just genius right but that's old news we know this but yeah the cardona stuff the gauge stuff the 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 suzuki now in there uh moxley's the champ right now like come on they're 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 probably the hottest indie right now and if they're not let me know please hit me up and let me know what's a hotter indie promotion right now than them and i would love to know because i'm down hit me up so i gotta talk about that effie and two cold scorpio match that was at gcw that day And, like, I knew the card, and I saw it before I went. Uh, Me and Ro went, and I was like, oh, let's go to the show. It's all right here. It's all right. Um, But I didn't really pay much attention to the card when I saw it. I was like, oh, okay, he's here, he's here, whatever. I'm just going to go and, you know, experience it. And I've been to plenty of indie shows, but I don't think I've ever been to a GCW show, especially not in L.A. Trying to go to more shows in LA. So I go, I, I forget that um, both of these guys are gonna be there. And so I'm kinda of standing off to the if you're watching the show, the hard cam, I'm off to the right side of it in the standing room behind the chairs because I'm I'm not messing with the front row. You feel me? But anyway, I'm back there, so to my right, like if I'm looking at the ring to my right, is where the workers are coming out the curtain. And so everyone's crowding around to do their big thing when people come out. So I can't really see necessarily. But Music Pops, homie comes out, Too Cold Scorpion. I'm like, oh, what? Like, how old is this guy? He's still going hard. And I know he hasn't retired. I've seen him doing things on, on Twitter and whatever every now and then. But I'm like, damn. And when did this guy... 1985 this guy debuted 1985 this guy's like 55 years old still going hard so he comes out everyone's going crazy Effie comes out I think Effie came out first but everyone's going crazy and this is the first time I've seen Effie and I knew all about him but I haven't really seen too much of his work so I was like oh this is great I get to see you know a match of the ages that I never thought I would see and they come out they do a little dance competition in the beginning and I'm like alright here we are Um, and then they start working and then they, it was, it was great because it just came right after that crazy, I think it was a six man scramble. Um, i forgive me. I forget all the names in the match, but little homie at the end did some crazy (sighs) something. And, uh, I think I posted it on Twitter or somewhere and check it out. But he did something and it was like at the end of that you're just like whoa that's the first match and so going right into this match was a perfect like pace adjustment to get you like you know not too sugar high off, off of uh, the first 20 minutes or 15 minutes or so but yeah so these two guys were going at it and all these matches are like, pretty long um not used to not what we're used to in you know the e or whatever but yeah, it was it was a sight and uh Effie did the job and and uh which I was not expecting, but I guess you gotta pop the crowd with the local well not local but with the legend. Just amazing. I couldn't I'm still kinda in shock that I saw two cold Scorpio. Um but yeah, that was definitely one of the more interesting matches of the night. I think my... Oh, I have to talk about the death match. It was G-Raver and Alex Colon. Uh, New York legend, apparently. And I was like, all right, cool. I had a Kobe Bryant high school jersey on. I was like, all right, dope coat. And uh, they come out. They're, doing, they're bringing out ladders with light tubes on them. And I'm just like... Oh. So I'm, I'm glad I'm not in the front row. You feel me? I'm not trying to get glass powder in my eyes or whatever so you know good thing for the masks or whatever right um but anyway they come out do the thing glass starts flying like i am talking about literally flying and this is crazy he's digging the other guy's head with the glass i'm like oh man this is and like when i was a kid sure i'm like oh so you know yeah hit him with the this and that but now i'm like i've i've been a little closer to it i've done a little training i've you know been watching it for so long i've been part of it for so long in some some ways and it's like you get a different perspective of it and you you kind of grow out of that crazy stuff too um not all of us but you know i me personally and it was just kind of wild to see that live and uh so i really encourage any of you that are not wrestling fans or are not uh, fans of that style or have never seen it go check it out it's it's a it's an interesting show for sure but i think aj gary that match, the the three-way with the the three-man tag with starboy and his homies against uh aj gray's group i forget the name of this stable, but dope match they brought doors out and i used to think when i was a kid and your figure came with a door you're like what's the, where's this door coming from and i'm like all right there's the door it was pretty funny but i don't know what the match of the night was for me but seeing suzuki live was was dope as hell and being so close against um Who who do you play who do you fight how am i forgetting this it was freaking uh damn, how am I forgetting the main event? Oh, Jonathan Gresham. The who was a lot shorter than I would have imagined. Still impressive wrestler, but, you know. Very cool match, slow match, uh very much catering to Suzuki, I think. And uh as you should, right? Crowd got to Scream the music at the end So Suzuki incident is over But um Yeah it was dope Then the Gage comes out at the end Challenges him And I'm like oh shit Like I gotta go to that show They announced it for You know October show So I'm definitely gonna be there So Hit me up But Yeah that was GCW in LA And it was great Highest in the room Um I didn't get it until about halfway through the show or something. I think the intermission after all the glass was everyone had to sweep it up. Um, they were playing Travis, and I was like, "Oh, I get it now." Heist in the room, but yeah, that was uh, that was GCW. And okay, also in somewhat wrestling news, but more personal, uh, would be the fact that I got the privilege and the opportunity to work with Carl uh, Anderson. And shout out Rocky for hooking that all up and making that happen, and 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 linking me with uh, Kubrick. But uh, yeah, we made some music, and 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 Anderson gets to come out on his solo runs to some kensei man. That's sh- that's sh- just crazy to me. Like as a kid, if you were to tell me, hey, you are gonna make intro music for. For these guys, I'd have been like, "Psh, get out of here." But man, that was it was great. Like, very, very, um, you know, stuck to my process. You know, made that, made it happen um, in terms of making the song. But it it's a it's a Kensay song for sure, and it fits and it works with what he's got going on. You know, um, the machine gun Carl Anderson got some sick music and. Shout out to AEW for playing that on TNT. That was that was definitely dope. So you know, shouts to them. I hope they uh, give my man some more singles runs and uh, let him bring some gold home. You know, because the, the good brother gotta gotta eat. You feel me? But yeah, that was that was really dope. And but also not my first time being able to work with one of the boys on a track. And so that's a shout out to my boy, Will Ferrara from, you know, Queens, baby. Um, I was able to do some music for him back in the day for his ROH show. And uh, whenever he was competing, he would come out to that. And, you know, that was crazy. That was the first time I had been able to do something like that where I got to involve myself in the show somehow. And you know i've been in plenty of shows in terms of my music but having it been in a wrestling universe or the wrestling universe as it is is was just like shocking to me and so just being able to get it to do it again um is just like wow like i'm happy you know and that's what we got to do we got to chase our happiness we got to chase our passions we got to chase that that feeling of of uh accomplishment you know because what are we here for you know we don't know (laughs) so let's let's make it up ourselves as we go let's give ourselves reasons to be here and enjoy it as much as possible you know we're here for a good time not a long time all of us really no matter how long you live it's really not that long so let's make sure that we're enjoying ourselves and and getting the most out of it no matter what it is that you're you know what you're doing all right, so I also have to talk about you know Biggie winning the WWE championship. I was like I unfortunately wasn't watching Raw, you know, can you blame me? But I saw online a photo of him and I'm like, "What? Is that real?" Like I know he had the bank, the the briefcase, but I did not think they were going to pull the trigger, and you know, stupid me. Of course they're going to pull the trigger right now. Everything's going on between them and AEW, and the NXT rechange or change up, whatever you want to call it, rebranding. Sorry. Um. So of course they're going to pull the trigger on that and bring some attention to Raw. They have to, and of course they're going to do it with Big E because who doesn't love Big E? Who doesn't love Mister Big E Langston? I do. But shit. So he went over Lashley, cashed in. I was loving Lashley, still love Lashley in the MVP thing. I think that's the best, one of the best duos. I even like them better than Omega and Callis sometimes just because uh, they can be a little extra, I guess. But MVP is just that that gold, man. He's, he's just doing everything right, and I dig it. And it's on... It's just on another level with him because, you know, came up watching him come up, you know, here in Japan, whatnot. And then now he's just at this next stage of his career and it's really just, uh, it's appropriate, as that's what I should say. It's very appropriate for where he should be and he's just excelling at it and it's great. So, to step away from wrestling for a bit because we never step away fully, I wanted to bring up Madden. Uh, What is it? 22 that just came out recently. And I'm going to preface this by saying I did not purchase it. So this is not the opinion of someone that has purchased it, played it, and is giving his completely factual opinion on it. Right. Because that would be important. I'm just going to repeat what I've basically read and heard. And that it's the same shit like it always is. And, you know, are we surprised? I'm not. But. I wanted to be surprised. You don't know. If you know me, you know I'm the Madden guru. You know I'm the Madden god. The G-O-D of Madden. And if you know, you know. If you don't know, come see me. But anyway, I was an addict of this game. Okay? If there was a meeting for you know people that were sickly involved in Madden NFL, I was one of them okay I would play this game every day so I knew the ins and outs I could beat anybody shout out the Raiders you know the deal you know what was going on but I just got sick of it where it was like this is the same game year in year out and I kind of stepped away from the NFL for a bit when um, they had all that stuff going on with cap and so I was like I just got this too much for me I can't really deal with them right now the NFL so but i kept my eyes on it i love football football shaped me i feel like and so i felt like i i'm always checking it out i'm always seeing okay what's going on with madden what's going on with madden and so again i hear there's just constant bugs there's constant glitches it's the same kind of stuff um and you know i don't really want a revolutionized game i kind of can give me the same thing but just do something with franchise. And I've, I've read that they did make some changes, but it's mostly aesthetic. And, like, the the, the foundation of the game is, is still the same there. I really want to know what's going on with the progression of players because you know me. I'm a franchise guy. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to play 20 years. But if the progression is not right, if I draft a rookie and he's a, a 70 or whatever when I draft him and he gets he, – like. There's a thing where maybe if you're not a, a sports fan, let me break it down. So uh, a rookie, rookies come out every year in a draft class, you know, when they declare to leave school or wherever and come into the professional league. There's, um, you, you know, you draft a certain number of players every year and this player will either do well or won't do well, just like in real life or whatnot. Right. So. In Madden, there's been a history of all of these players not really progressing in an appropriate way as they should. Um, Whereas even not even those specific players that get drafted and you watch them grow, but every year if you just continue to play this game for 20 seasons, you're eventually ending up drafting players that are 40 overalls and the league is just in shambles because they don't the game doesn't generate enough of the uh well developing players or players with high potentials or players with any potentials the game just kind of gets broken the longer you play and that's something that's really disappointing for me so I know that's a real deep dive this whole podcast is kind of a deep dive but yeah that's 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 got to be one of my gripes with the game and that's enough for me not to buy it. Alright, you're asking sixty dollars for me. That's it's a lot of it's a lot of money right there to not be satisfied fully with my purchase. Alright. I'm gonna jump into one of my friend Chris's favorite subjects, the figs, man. I'm a big fig hunter. And I'm not talking about the fruit. Talking about these figures, man. And one of these figures that I've been looking for, or not really looking for because it has been there, it was this Triple H Jeff Hardy 2-pack. And it's one of the last 2-packs that their Mattel is releasing for now, I suppose. The Mankind Rock set was the, the last one for now. But the Triple H Jeff Hardy one came out a little while ago, and I saw it go up on Ringside and, and Amazon, wherever, Walmart. It's pretty much everywhere. And... We're on the same price, too. Nothing crazy. And uh, I needed, it. I needed it for that Triple H because I'm doing, a like, a Mick Foley display. If you don't know by now, I'm a huge Mick Foley fan. So I got this display I'm trying to build, and I need a Triple H for it. Got the ultimate, but I can't open that. You know, feel me? Little tip, those things are worth are becoming worth a pretty penny. But um yeah, so ended up clicking that button, added it to my cart. It's on the way. It'll be here by this weekend, and I'm excited. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I urge you to go walk down that that toy aisle and just get that hint of nostalgia back in your life it's fun it's all good fun so another thing I want to talk about before I go is when I was at that GCW show when we were there one thing we noticed was there's a lot of women here and you know we all know there's plenty of uh, female wrestling vans there's a lot more female wrestlers which is one of my theories as to why there were so many in attendance is because, you know, I've been going to shows like this for a good amount of time now. Maybe over the past 10 years or so. Not so consistently, but I've I've been going. And the, the last show I went to when I was in New York, that our big ROH show in Manhattan, there were not this many women there. And I'm talking about there's at least... 40, 35 to forty to forty-five percent of the venue was full of women, and I don't even think there was one women's match, which goes to show these guys are these guys are just fans, um, or they're with their boyfriends, which probably was most of the case. But either way, if you're listening and you are a woman, let me know. Are you a fan? When did you become a fan? When did this start? Why did it Why did it happen? Um, because we, I feel like, as fans, don't necessarily see that as a representative, and I think that's changing with a lot of what's what's been going on with the revolution and whatnot, and in the in the sport in the in the uh, sports entertainment world, but. Um, I'm very curious because it's it's uh it's very interesting to to know or to even think about when and why that trend began. Very interested. So hit me up. So yeah, uh um I think that's a good amount of time for the first podcast. Um, like I said earlier, this is going to be a real free-flowing thing. May have some notes here or there, but Really, it's just going to be built off of what I've got going on, what I want to talk about, what I like at the time, what I don't like at the time, maybe. And uh, just trying to get you guys to know me better because I don't know if I've done that well over the past few years or so, how long you've known me or heard of me or seen me or whatever. Um, and I want to improve on that. And you guys are going to help me. But let me get your feedback. Hit me up, drop those comments. Share it, tweet me, it, DM me, whatever you want to do, let me know. And uh we're going to try and keep this a uh, consistent thing because uh, I think I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, burning thank you for bridges, listening. Make sure you like, bridges, and subscribe, bridges, that like that, whatever bridges, bridges, and uh, bridges, I'll see you guys bridges, next time.